Hello, 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 and thank you so much for being here with me for another episode of the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast, and we are on episode number five. Can you believe it? We passed four, now we're on number five, and I'm probably going to stop saying that we are on certain episode by episode 10, because that's my lucky number at the moment, and um, like I said, I'm really excited that I'm doing the, these series of solo podcasts for now as I launch this not typical psychotherapist podcast to the world to share my thoughts things that that i've learned as an entrepreneur and are learning as an entrepreneur this podcast is actually dedicated to all of you not your typical psychotherapist who are doing things outside of the norm outside of what we were taught in grad school and you all are doing things that are just innovative and creative and it's really really inspiring to see where the mental health profession is going into and because of your courage and your bravery, you are doing things that are inspiring to many of us, not your typical psychotherapist. So just keep doing what you're doing, do all the things and do it with courage, love and fire when you're out there. Okay. So before I move on into talking about this topic, again, like many previous topics, it's really near and dear to me because it's something I've learned. Uh, before I go into that, please, 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 um, uh, make a comment on iTunes uh, podcast or anywhere where you listen to this podcast. Would love your feedback. Would love your ratings. Um, and uh, the more I uh, see these comments and how it has moved you or inspired you, the more I will be inspired to do more of these types of podcasts for you. And again, this Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast is for you. So without further ado, let's go into my topic of discussion. Have you ever heard the term, what you focus on expands? Or people have told you, hey, look, if you focus on the problem, the more that problem will be a little bit bigger and a little bit more profound. Uh, for those of you who are solution-focused therapists, uh, you try to focus on what is working instead of what is not working. The purpose of that is that the more you work on what is not working, the more your brain is apt to either self-sabotage or to make the problem a little bit bigger. But if you focus on the solution or the problem, um, the solution uh, to the problem, the more you will find a solution to that problem. Well. There is a neuroscience to that. And I want to point to you um, a part of the brain, a part of the brainstem actually called the RAS. I don't know if many of you have heard about this, but it's a part of the brain, uh, a stem actually, that is really not talked about much uh, in the entrepreneurial space or even the neurobiology, uh, neuropsychology space. You can hear it sometimes. Uh, by small snippets here and there from from neuropsychologists and their presentations but for me as an entrepreneur as one who has worked on what he needs to focus on this part of the brain is very very vital because it makes so much sense on what we focus on in our businesses are you one who focuses on the problem or are you one who focuses on the possibility of success and flourishing. So what part of the brain is this? It's called the RAS. And many of you who've seen me talk about this 
I talk about this a lot because I believe that it's responsible for either our success or failure. And it also influences the way that we move through the world and as how we think through our problems when challenges arise in our business. Now, the RAS stands for Reticular Activating System. Now, in the show notes, I'm going to provide some links for you to kind of read further about the RAS. But the RAS is basically the fundamental role is that it regulates arousal and sleep-wake transitions. This is a part of the brain that is responsible for wakefulness or our ability to focus, our fight and flight response, and how we ultimately perceive the world. The RAS is actually a gatekeeper, or it is the executive gatekeeper of information that goes through our brains and how we process it. So let me give an example of how this looks like in real time. So if you have the propensity or the uh, the tendency to look at things as the sky is falling. Your behavior and your perception of the world is the sky is falling. If you have the propensity to see things from a, from a wide range of everything is, is dangerous, people are dangerous, your, your behaviors and action will follow. And all you focus on are the dangerousness around you and feeling that you're always in danger. The reticular activating system is responsible for helping you or making you perceive certain things. It is a, a selective way to look at the world. So if you view people who are unsafe and generally unsafe, you will perceive others and your current world and your situation as unsafe. If you're, how does this apply to your business? Well, if you are in a certain position in your business and things are falling apart, if you focus on the problem and that thing that is falling apart, you will make that a little bit more, you'll see everything else around you falling apart. And therefore, your behaviors, your actions, everything about you will be focused and honed in on radar on the problem instead of the solution. This is where the term, what you focus on expands. So my question to all of you, as you're hearing this, just be present with me here. Um, it may be the first time you're hearing the reticular activating system, and I'm glad. And I hope that for, for those of you who are in courses in neurobiology or neuropsychology courses, uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the reticular activating system and if I'm right on on this. But with the reticular activating system in the context of entrepreneurship, if you as an entrepreneur are focusing on the what if something goes wrong, guess what will follow? Most likely, that thing that you have been dreading about will happen. It is not uncommon that our thoughts will follow our behaviors Therefore, we will attract that which we are thinking. Now, this is nothing woo-woo. This is nothing um, metaphysics, although there are some elements of that. But in reality, challenges will come up in your business. You will run into things in your group practice, in your solo practice, or in your entrepreneurial journey that will be a challenge. If you focus on that challenge and that 
barrier and that stumbling block in front of you, you will trip over that stumbling block. But if you have the propensity to not only look at the problem, but also shift your thinking, your executive gatekeeping information through the RAS at and hyper-focus on a possible solution, on the solution, that solution becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, and it will then override the challenge or the stumbling block. Now, friends, I'm not saying to ignore or deny that there are challenges in our businesses. That's ludicrous. That's actually not what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm, uh, I'm basically posing the question, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing so much on the problem or the, the possibility of something exploding or imploding in your business? Are you or are you focusing on the possibility of success and always finding ways to re redirect your attention towards that direction of success? There's two ways to look at this. Again, you focus on the problem or you focus on the solution. You focus on the barrier or you focus on the success and the possibility of flourishing. So there are two choices here. There may be some third one, but I'm not picking up that right now. But if you are, if you know where you're focusing on, then everything else will follow. Problems will arise in your business no matter what. It is just a thing. No one can do any foolproof anything. If there's a coach of, or someone that tells you they're foolproofing your business to withstand the recession, to withstand employees who are disgruntled, uh, who are going to take you to the labor board, uh, if you have are focusing on that, then you will hemorrhage. You will continue to experience anxiety on a whole new stage. And sometimes when you are experiencing high levels of anxiety, you become paralyzed and you never, ever move. So what you are focusing on really matters in entrepreneurship. Now, like I said earlier, I am not saying that you should deny the challenges that may be in your way or that you know that's going to be in your way in the future. What I'm saying is, will you spend energy your spirit, your mental space to focus on that problem or that barrier or that stumbling block? Or are you going to put all your mental energy, your spiritual energy, your psychological energy and emotional energy on the possibility of succeeding? That is all I'm posing. Just that question. When you are sensing this overwhelming sense of fear when you move into something big, it's easy to be comfortable. Our private practice, we go in, a group practice, we go in, we see clients, butts and seats. We help them process through their, their uh, issues, psychological ailments, and then we go home. For many of you, that's great. You know, if that's the type of lifestyle that you want, awesome, more power to you. But many of us who are outside of the box thinkers, they don't, we are actually not wanting to just have butts and seats and see clients day to day, uh, four or five hours or even six hours, even seven hours a day. Uh, many of us are, are don't want to be in that space forever. So we're always looking for things outside of our four walls or our 
uh, uh, telehealth sessions to figure out another revenue uh, stream of income. So we are in that space. So if you are in that position, you have to look at what is your RAS focusing on? Is it focusing on the problem? So, or is it focusing on the solution or possibility of success? Ask your question that, why am I focusing on the problem? And many of us have a hard time getting ourselves out of that type of thinking and out of type uh, out of that type of uh, mental space. But for those of you who took at least a hint of neuropsychology, you know that the brain can be rewired. And it's called neuroplasticity. The more so the brain can be rewired in both ways. It can be rewired and solidified to look at the new doom and gloom. It can be solidified in thinking that the sky is falling, that everybody is hurtful, everybody is, the surrounding around me is dangerous. The brain can actually get stuck in that mode and it can actually wire and rewire that type of attitude and thinking. That's what the brain does. Um, you can actually now also, and many neuropsychologists understands, understand this, but you can also rewire the brain from thinking from that attitude and thought and uh, condition to the other spectrum. You can also rewire your brain to focus on the possibility of success. It, you can also rewire the brain to think highly about resilience. So when challenges come your way, you don't see it as a challenge. You see it as a footstool to learn, to be better, to be a little bit more mindful about your gifts and talents on how to get out of situations that are very much challenging for you in your business. Again, neuroplasticity tells us, actually gives us hope for those of us who have the tendency and propensity to look at the negative, that on the other side of the spectrum, when you do things that are exercising the reticular activating system from being a dominant force in your brain that always look at the doom and gloom, the sky is falling, everybody's dangerous, uh, people around me or my surrounding is dangerous, neuroplasticity says that you can change that type of thinking and that attitude to the other spectrum of I'm in control, I can be in control, I can be stable in this, I will find a way. Solutions will come my way. I don't have to be afraid. And challenges are actually a footstool for me to get stronger and better in my resilience. Again, there's two spectrums here, okay? One, the sky is falling. The other is you are being elevated to the sky. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I'm going to start preaching, y'all. I'm probably going to start speaking in tongues in a little bit. But all of y'all know what I'm talking about, right? What you focus on expands. You also know this when you are anxious and psychologically you are locked into everything around you that is going wrong. It is as if the, what do you call it, the, the Murphy's Law, um, you know, when something just, something goes wrong, everything else starts going wrong. And everything starts getting more perpetuated and loud and dramatic. And next thing you know, we are stagnant. We are paralyzed. We are 
overcome by fear, our bodies even respond. We freeze, right? We become so stagnant. We become... able to look at solutions it's not easy but i'm continually every single day teaching my brain teaching the raz to focus on solutions instead of the problem do i have freak out moments you better freaking believe it there are times when i have a panic attack there are times when the wave and tidal wave of anxiety just overcomes me but then there's a part of me that kicks in that says, look, you've been here before. You're going to be here again. Get up and move. Get up and move. Find the solution. Get there. Be in contemplation. Have conversations with other professionals. Get some feedback. Get up and get there. Don't stay in that moment for far too long because it's like quicksand. The more you're in that space of doom and gloom, everything around me is going to fall apart. Your executive function, your uh, your RAS is highly focused on the negative, the uh, highly focused on the sky is falling kind of a thinking. The more you sink into the despair of anxiety and stagnation, it makes you afraid to try new things. It makes you suspicious of other people's good intentions. It makes you insecure. You go into the comparison mode. You go into the woe is me kind of attitude and the victimhood. But I can tell you right now that you have been here before. For those of you who have listened are listening, have gone through trials and tribulations in your business and in your personal life. What makes you think that you can't do it again? Uh, I'm going to start preaching, my friends. I want to tell you this, okay? For those of you who are listening, I always end with this. I always try to go into this, but you have what it takes. You have what it takes to be successful. You have what it takes to be resilient because we teach our clients this. Now we have to listen to our own voices when we encourage and uplift our clients. When they are in the anxiety mode and they're spiraling into shame, despair, and uh, um, inability to get out of that rut, we interject hope and inspiration to them. We have to do that for ourselves, my friends. So if you're listening to this and you're going through some problems where you are so focused on the problem, I want you to do this. Okay? Take a deep breath and tell your Raz, focus on the problem just for a moment but we are all going to focus on the solution we're going to put our energy our mental energy our emotional and spiritual energy in that direction we are not staying in this space of problem we are not going to focus 
so much on the problem, we will evaluate and turn that into finding the solution to get to success and flourishing. Again, please, please, please research what the RAS is. Really examine what you're focusing on in your business and in your professional and personal life. Really examine that. Don't be in denial, but just be aware of what you are, you have the tendency of focusing on. Okay? Because when you do that, when you focus on people who are unsafe, when you feel like there's danger all around you, you are always going to be tense. You're going to be distrusting. You're going to be distrusting of yourself. You're going to be focusing, focusing on other people's language and words, and you're going to see it as an attack towards you. You're just going to perceive the world in such darkness that you will never get anywhere. You're just going to get angrier and more resentful and more fearful. That's it. But if you focus on the other spectrum of flourishing, of there is a solution, everything is solvable, many things are uh, the possibility of you getting success, really visualizing yourself and really embodying success, even though that you are going through trials and tribulations and challenges, the more you continue to do that, your RAS will then look at things on a possible light. You will see it automatically. You will notice automatically that your RAS is going to hone in like a radar to solve whatever problems or challenges that comes your way. So you always can retrain your brain to look at the possibility of success and resolution quickly. Will your brain, your, your RAS is not going to ignore the problem. It's actually going to look at the problem. It's going to examine it like a, a, a Rubik's Cube. It's going to look for uh, um, patterns. And then it's going to switch to, all right, we got this. Let's do step one, step step two, step, C, step three, step four to resolve the solution. And your body, your brain will follow, your body, your mind, everything about you will follow. The brain is a powerful tool. The RAS is an executive functioning stem that can control your thoughts, your body's reaction, your perception of the world, and even your spiritual condition. So again, if you are moved by this, I would love for you to research a little bit more about what you are focusing on in your business because the world needs you. The world needs you. You have a gift. You have something that people need in the world. And to focus on the problems or what might happen as far as falling apart is not going to do you any good. It's not going to do the community good. So take a deep breath. You got this. You got this. Again, for those of you who are listening in, please make a comment, uh, rate this on iTunes and please share it with your friends who really need to hear uh, this message if they're going through some really difficult and challenging times. Uh, the reason why I'm also doing this podcast is this podcast right now is marking a lot of my challenges that I'm experiencing right now, not only personally and professionally, but also in the way that my brain is working at the moment. And I just want to share what I've learned and what I'm learning. Uh, my brain is going through a lot of things, a million miles per hour. My ADHD is somewhat out of control. And um, 
for those of you who listened to the previous podcast, actually uh, episode number one, I spoke about a seasonal affective disorder that I have been experiencing and I'm getting out of it. I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm fully out of it, but I'm getting out of it. I'm finding the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm feeling a little bit more centered and grounded. And for those of you who've been praying, for those of you who've been reaching out to check up on me, I really appreciate that. And thank you so much. I want to let you know that brighter days are ahead of us. Brighter days are ahead of me. And uh, whatever you're going through, I am sure that when you focus on the possibility and expand that focus of possibility, you will get through this. You will get your challenge. You, you will move through your challenge and you will be uh, financially well off and flourishing. Your business will be flourishing. Just stay the course, my friends. Again, my name is Ernesto, and thank you so much for listening in to the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. Until the next episode. Aloha, everybody. Goodbye.